Hi, I'm Jerry Scullion, and you're listening to Gut Talks Double G U Double T. Hi, I'm Jerry Scullion, and you're listening to Gut Talks Double G U Double T. There you go. <laughs> I was super shy actually as a kid. I would never say anything. Really? Yes. And look at you now. <laughs> look at well, you. I still am somehow, but yeah, I mean, if I look back, I'm like, oh my God, I, I, I mean, I'm a different person. Yeah. Um, and what changed? I, I, what changed? Yeah, for you. What worked for you? Um, it was, well, I was already in my 20s, to be honest, but it's um, it was when I made the decision First of all, to get out of my circle and where I was mm-hmm. and around people I knew. I wanted to be around people. No one knew anything about me. So yeah. I felt more comfortable. And the other part was I. The, the key one is I decided to say yes to things and just yeah. go for it. And that was a mental rough road, actually, to decide and to apply, actually. that's That was the key part. But yeah. then th- this is what changed it for me it's like i don't care and i'm just gonna well do stuff. it's funny that's one of the things that uh hector garcia said the other day in his in his podcast we were talking about saying yes to everything for a period of time um, and then going into monk mode i love he's he called <laughs> monk mode i'm like yeah I'm a, I'm a monk mode but um it was saying yes to everything is one of the best things and what what, what difference does that have for you then what what happened when you start saying yes to everything you must have been drunk every single night of the week you coming out tonight yes <laughs> funny thing is i don't drink neither do i yeah i i uh, i don't drink so i put it that way i don't eat anything that is uh bitter I don't drink coffee and I don't drink alcohol. I only drink a glass of Prosecco with my neighbors. For breakfast. Uh, that I'm saying to do. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's it. Never liked it. Uh, so, yeah. yeah not. I-, I also went to Mykonos, funny enough, with friends. And they're t- telling me, are you sure? I said, yeah, yeah. They're like, are you sure? And I felt like they didn't really want me to come until okay. I realized, like, okay, this is what it- they meant. And I was just up partying between brackets just standing up with everyone drunk around me so i was just like yeah, yeah so they were, they were in bed late the next day and you you were the one who was like yeah uh, up early <laughs> like kind of watching the sunrise yes so um so anyway um well i mean this podcast is about you but i'll, I'll, I'll answer the question <laughs> no it's, um, it's about both of us like I, people I, what about you i'm sure yeah, you know, I feel as I'm like, as we're moving along with this podcast, because obviously I had no idea what we would be talking about, which I like. Yeah. I knew it was going to be fun and interesting. It's because you're a podcaster also. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to know more about you for people yeah. to know about, you know, some backstories. Saying yes, I remember, I think I was in um, Cyprus and I was kind of planning to go back to Italy and I got a scholarship and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back start again, whatever. Yeah. Even though I was like, okay, start again. Like, does it make sense? And I'm like, you know what? It's kind of a sign. Like, you know, sometimes you get things, just go along. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? And I I was kind of on holidays also back then. I was like, just say, I'm going to say yes. And whatever comes my way, I'm just going to say yes and explore and see what happens. So I, I started doing that all the time in yeah. any any kind of decision. I mean, I can't recall everything, but that was the first one but then i started also opening up more 
like I had this thing and my mom always, that's, you know, my mom always used to tell me when someone says, how are you? Say very well, thank you. And you like, don't just say I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> you know? And, and yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Just say, and you like, you know, just don't uh, end it here. Yeah, exactly. But when I was before also in, in Italy, I was, I was also studying. So I think I had uh, some students from other masters who would come and ask me to give them feedback on their projects. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like I'd never understood why, but I was also just trying to meet everybody, going to all the masters, to all the lectures, just meet people. Like I knew pretty much everyone. So, yeah. but them coming to me was something where like that some friends picked up on and they were like, you should teach. Mm -hmm. And then I applied to teach like late, like a year after. And I got in. And when I got in after two weeks, because they needed someone, and actually I knew after that they had to take someone else. But then when I applied, they decided to take me first. I was like, okay, I'm so not ready for this. I was freaking out. And then I said, okay, if I don't do it now, it might never happen again. Yeah. Like things happen. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. I, I looked like the students. Like I was, I, I, they thought I was a student, put it that way. But yeah, things like that. <laughs> so we're all students, aren't we? At the end of the day, like you know, yes, this was yes. Polytechno di Milano, wasn't it? Uh, Were you teaching? Uh, no. So that was when I was teaching in Lebanon, and then okay. after I started teaching in Italy. So I, I, so I moved to Italy in 2010. Then I ba went back to Lebanon in 2011. Went back in 2015. I was still. So my brain was elsewhere, and my body was in Lebanon at some at some point. And yeah. then I was like, kind of okay. What do I do now? So yeah. It's, you know, training is and training and education, they're, they're, very, they're very similar. There is a, a little bit of mm -hmm. a difference. I think it's really rewarding. Like when you get a good group of people who really want to learn and they're open to different ways of learning, it's so rewarding. Like it really is like you go home at the end of the day and you don't feel tired. You feel empowered. Like that's the way it is for me anyway. It's, it's, mm -hmm. um, I love it. Literally, I yeah. love it, like, you know? I think, um, when I started teaching, I had uh, a colleague that I would call my mentor because I was always going out with her. I wanted to learn mm -hmm. you know, more. She had like 25 years of experience teaching and she was still is great. And she could bring, like get the students to do things that are unthinkable, put it that way, in, in like their, their first year. Yeah. So I remember she told me, if you have, let's say the whole class, doing stuff. But if you have one student who kind of sees something, discovers something, that would make your day. She yeah. said it's, and it's so true. And I remember later that year, I was staying like after hour with a student, just going through stuff or project. And then at some point, you know, after, let's say, I think it was after like three months or so, or so working on this same project, she was like, oh, and a long, oh, and that for me was like the, a highlight i think for life it's yeah. like this is what i look for when i do stuff if it's training like you know professionals in companies or if it's teaching like you know students or whatever that may be yeah this is like brilliant that, that's it i mean i i have this phrase that i say to people when i'm training like my role here is to bring 30 percent said so you bring the 70 percent all of you together and I'm like, I can do that 30% in my sleep. Okay, right. I can I can knock 30% out, you know, very quickly. I said, can you bring the 70%? And 
and we have that kind of it's a social contract effectively it's a, what adam <laughs> does as well an awful yeah. lot and they're like hang on a sec he's only going to bring 30 percent. that's a fail i was like yeah i said like so i'm going to give you the stuff it's up to you what you want to do with it and um, i was like if this is a bad session at the end of the day i've done my 30 percent I get paid for the 30%, like, you know, I'll be feeding back and the other stuff. So come on, let's do it. Like, you know, and it's really true. Like, you know, it's, we can, we can show up, we can bring our stuff, but at the end of the day, it's down to the participants if they really want to learn. And that's what's good, but it's also kind of what's bad. You know, I'd love to be able to have a recipe to say like, you know what, I'm just going to rock up. You can fall asleep. And at the end of it, you're going to have the information. But unfortunately, we still haven't figured that one out. Like, you know, chat GPT, how do you make that happen? There we go. So you're jumping into that. So <laughs> I think this, it's uh, what uh, what we're talking about here is really, I mean, there are plenty of stories. It, yeah. Going back to what you say, uh, or what you said, actually. <laughs> I remember last year I had like a couple of students who just couldn't be asked too much anyway. They just wanted to go out and party and travel all the time. And then they would come back to me and like, just tell me stuff. And then I told them, listen, guys, I I know. So if you're not putting in any kind of thoughts in what you're doing, I know. So don't try to just, just come back to me, tell me I didn't have time, whatever. But if you want me to help you, yeah, just, Same. you know, <laughs> just to do some work and, and tell me. Otherwise, I can't help you because you know what? I don't have the answers anyway. <laughs> so exactly. uh, it's it's uh, I think it's really common. Uh, uh, that's why we're, we're kind of on the same uh, wavelength. Yeah. There are lots of stories here. So. Absolutely, absolutely. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut talks. This is the end of this episode of this segment with Jerry Spoon. Thanks for listening and watch out for the next one.